Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Silwan here, great to be with you. You know, when you're living in what seems like ancient Rome and all around you is debauched, it makes you feel like you're the crazy one. You see people doing things that are almost the opposite of things that matter and are totally focused on satisfying the most base, instinctual animal needs of us instead of appealing to our higher angels. And you see people all around you following that path, isolating themselves. It's easy to think you're the crazy one. Now, the following isn't a rumor. You've probably heard it by now. It started off as a rumor. Many pundits were going, well, that can't be. It's taken a while for it to become public, but now we know it's true. And what is that? We know that there are six planes filled with American citizens and interpreters at the Mazar Sharif Airport in Afghanistan being held hostage. People, by the way, that were being rescued by ex-Special Forces operators who went over there to save them because our government wouldn't. When the truth comes out, when we finally understand who is left, who is brought home, I think it's going to be a horror and it's going to be a lie fest from our government. But we know this is true, and it is now finally being reported by mainstream news sources such as CBS and many others. Now, from one of the reports that I read, a satellite image, see, you political types that if something doesn't fit your narrative, you don't want to admit it, we have satellite image of this. Finally released on Sunday, reportedly shows six airplanes that the Taliban is not allowing to fly out of Afghanistan. The planes are supposed to be carrying American citizens and Afghan interpreters who helped the U.S. military. The satellite image follows a report from CBS News and remarks from a top U.S. lawmaker on Sunday that both the circumstances have effectively turned into a hostage situation. Quote from CBS. Multiple planes that are ready to take American citizens and green card holders out of the country are being denied permission to leave by the Taliban, CBS News reported, according to congressional and NGO sources. An email viewed by the network said the flights were cleared to land in Qatar if and when the Taliban agreed to let them leave. A senior congressional source told the network that the Taliban is basically holding them hostage to get more out of the Americans. What the heck has happened to America in 2021 that this isn't leading every news program? This isn't an exaggeration. This isn't a rumor. This isn't a conspiracy. This isn't QAnon. This is a satellite image of Americans who our government did not get out of the country and would not get out of the country, having to be rescued by veterans and people that donated money for the planes, and we need permission from the Taliban so they can leave. I mean, how much more lying is going to go on? I mean, think of the money that we gave Iran in the Iran deal when Obama and Biden were in office that was basically a bribe. 
What's this going to be? What are they going to do to not call this hostage situation? Yep, we'll give you up those six planes to leave when you pay us a billion dollars or whatever they're going to want. What has happened to our government that these people can so cavalierly be left on the tarmac? It's enough to drive one crazy, isn't it? It's enough to drive one crazy if you let it. Now, what's a way to maybe not let yourself be driven crazy? In our upside-down world, the example I can give you might be the one that people say is crazy, and it's the most sane. On our way home, on vacation, we visited the community of St. Tikhon's Monastery and Seminary in the rural community of South Canaan, Pennsylvania, nestled in the hills of the Pocono Mountains. Good friend of mine, and his family are new students there at the seminary. We wanted to stop and say hi. After we visited them at their house, we went over where there was an alumni day and all the seminary students and some past graduates were there and there were families and kids everywhere in the background of the mountains. You look at their life there when you're going through seminary, even the ones with kids, you know, it's up at 6.30, really up, up at 5.30 to be at church at 6.30, and then you're done all day, and everything is centered around family and church. People are willing to put up with things that you wouldn't put up with in the normal world, living in small little houses. In fact, our friends have got another family living on the property they're renting, and a bus. Why are they willing to do that? Why are they willing to create a scene that to many people would seem crazy? Not the best living conditions. A very tiny, small community in the middle of nowhere. I mean, nothing there but a few homes and beautiful country in the seminary and the monastery. Why are they willing to do that? You know why they're willing to do that? Because it focuses one on the things that matter. As my friend said, the dean of the seminary said, you are here for formation. You are here to learn what it is like to serve God. And see, a community like that focuses you on those things. But it doesn't have to be a priest or a pastor or a life leading a church that you aspire to, to have a focused life. And it isn't crazy. My friends, the life they're living now, the community they're in, is probably one of the sanest things I've seen in years because they were focused on the things that matter. They physically put themselves in a situation where they were able to be focused on things that matter. If you want your life to be focused on things that are important, look around you, look how you're living, look where your home is, look how it looks. Is it taking you towards that or away from that? You're not gonna fight culture and win most of the time. You're not gonna fight the people around you. You're not gonna fight what's on TV. You're not gonna fight social media and what's in your phone. You gotta create a life that may seem crazy to other people, but it's the sanest thing that you can do. Counterculture and radical, you know what that is today? You know what real counterculture and radical is today? It's not some rock star acting all punk to be approved by as many people as possible. That's the opposite. Countercultural and radical today, it's a big family centered on faith in each other. That's counterculture. You want to be counterculture? You do that. You create a family around you centered on faith. Now, maybe that family is a mom and a dad and a bunch of kids. Maybe it's you and your friends. Maybe it's kids you adopt. Maybe it's a place you volunteer. Maybe it's a church you go to, whatever family is. But you create it and you make it deep and wide 
focused on faith and you will be a true radical. But you know what you'll find there? In a place that a lot of people are going to look at you and go, look at that in that job. Look at that person that's crazy. You know what you're going to find? You're going to find life. You're going to find the things that we were made and created to do. You will find an opportunity to truly focus on the things that matter. When we were there at seminary, touring the grounds, the seminary, running across the grass, talking to some new friends, and there, there was no TV anywhere. There were no phone. I don't even know if there was phone reception. The kids were smiling and laughing. We were in conversation. Communion. You didn't feel like you needed to be anywhere else. You didn't feel like something was missing. But what was there would have been there 100 years ago. Would have been there 500 years ago. People coming together. Centered on what they believe and on what is important. You can do that today. If you don't do that today, you're letting the same people that would leave Americans stranded in six airplanes in an airport in Afghanistan, you are letting the same people that would tell you what they think is important rule your life. The second you are not focused on the things that matter, the second you let your life get complicated and you can't enjoy family and faith and friends and the grass under your feet, you're getting one step closer to those things that would take us away from all of those things that would lie to us, that would blatantly lie to us when there's a satellite image telling us the opposite. There's plenty in this world to drive one crazy. Plenty. With me lately, it was what happened in Afghanistan. Now they're saying those Marines and the medic who were killed at the Kabul airport, that there was actually a countdown, that actually our government knew the suicide bomber was coming. There was a countdown being played out loud, and our leaders were afraid to do anything about it, and they just let those Marines die. That'll drive you crazy. That'll make you think the world is upside down, and so much of it is. And what do you do to avoid being turned upside down yourself by that? My friends, get radical, get countercultural. Step back, get a simple life, be willing to make a change in your life. You know, something I'm going to talk about a lot in upcoming podcasts is you got to make a change in your life. If we're going to impact our world, if we're going to make things go in a direction that's going to continue for America to be the land of the free and the home of the brave, you're going to have to make changes in your life. You're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to do more than talk. Because it's not really what you say, it's what you do. It's what your kids see you do. It's what your friends see you do. It's what your neighbors see you do. How you live, what you do when you get up in the morning. What do you do with your home? What do you do in your church? You got to act. You got to act. You got to be bold. You got to be brave. Those are the things that lead to freedom. When we come together, we worship together, we fellowship together, we stand for what is right in a way you don't need a phone and you don't need a TV and you don't need the news. And it doesn't matter what's happening in Afghanistan because you're not going to let that distract you. So my friends, I would ask you today to honor the men and women 
that our leaders let get blown up. To truly try to make a change where we have got a country where we don't leave people on an airport. We rescue them without even thinking about it because that's just what you do. That in order to impact all of that, you would look inward. You would be willing to be countercultural and radical. You would think about yourself, your friends, your family, and you would aim high and you would spread your wings on the things that have always allowed us to spread your wings. Being outside, fellowship, having a good meal, focused on church. All of us together keeping our eyes on the things that matter so all the things that would distract us cannot distract us. And it is there in that space, on that hill on the Pocono Mountains, in your home in Indiana, in Texas, in Alabama, wherever you may be, that doing that together, encouraging each other, taking action, being willing to be radical and countercultural, we all find peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.